currently there is something that is rising. Okay. Something that is rising and it's called the rise of the video reels, rise of the video reels. So a couple metrics for you, 84 minutes per day. People are spending about 84 minutes per day watching videos. Think about that. 84 minutes a day watching videos. 88% of them also mentioned that they have been convinced to buy a product or service after watching a video. 88% after watching a video, they decided in their mind that they're going to be purchasing that product or service. Now, 90% of the uh, vertical videos, so meaning videos that are like straight, okay, instead of horizontal, 90% of them are completed. That means that the person watched the whole video all the way through, 90% of those vertical videos have been watched all the way through compared to horizontal ones. So what does that mean? So what that means is that videos are going to rule 2023, okay? Specifically short form reels. Now, TikTok started that trend, okay? So TikTok came along, they're like, hey, let's do these really short reels, 30 second, one minute reels where people can watch. And so it turns out that that was a hit and it was such a hit that other social media companies have developed their own reels. So that's why you start to see Instagram reels. That's why you start to see Facebook reels. That's why you're um, starting to see Twitter even contemplating, hmm, maybe we should create some sort of Twitter reel. Maybe even LinkedIn. LinkedIn is thinking, hey, maybe we should create some sort of short form video. So short form, uh, uh, sh uh, short form videos are dominating. And in fact, they're very organic meaning that if you post a reel your first reel ever could get a few thousand people to a few thousand people to watch that's how powerful short form reels are so right now if you post a picture or a regular video it might get you know 50 100 200 people to watch it but if you post a reel it could get thousands of people to watch it that's the power of reels so you're going to reach more people by posting it now that being said, let's talk about just the power of video right now, because some of you might not still be convinced. You're like, all right, Fong, I've, I've heard many people tell me to do video. I'm still not convinced. Okay. And that's okay, because what I'm about to share right now might convince you about the power of video. So has anybody ever heard of a YouTuber named Mr. Beast? Mr. Beast. He is the number one most subscribed YouTuber in the country, in the US. He has 130 million subscribers the last time I checked, which was last week. 130 million subscribers. That's nearly uh, a third of the country of the US is subscribed to Mr. Beast. Okay, so think about that. Now, here are some numbers. This, uh, he's doing about $20 million in ad revenue. So YouTube pays him $20 million plus because he's bringing that many eyeballs. Mr. Beast started his own burgers, Mr. Beast Burgers. That made over $100 million last year. And then he started his own Hershey's sort of spinoff. You guys know Hershey's, the candy bar? He's like, hey, let's start a new one called Feastables. 
did over $10 million last year. And then YouTube came along and they're like, wow, Mr. Beast is a beast. We're going to offer him $1 billion to buy all of it. His channel, his enterprises, $1 billion would it be? And guess what? He said no, because turns out it probably is worth over $10 billion. And guess how old Mr. Beast is? Mr. Beast is 24 year, years old. 24 years old, he's generating millions of dollars. And why? Because he's utilizing video to the extent that where it just drives so much attention. So as we really, you know, as, as the business eventually evolves in a digital age, the people that are going to win are the people that are grabbing your attention. Okay, who can amass the most attention? So just like how oil used to be like whoever produces the most oil rules the world, right? Now it's going to be whoever amasses the most attention will rule the world. So the key is how can I amass more attention for myself and my business? Because in order for someone to buy your product or service, they're going to have to, you're going to have to get their attention first, right? So, so if you are able to figure that out through video, it will make you rich if you're able to crack that code. So here are some tips on mistakes to avoid, okay, once it comes to social media. So two biggest mistakes I see. The first one is not doing enough of it. So some people here are posting once a week, three times a week. That's okay. And, and maybe some of you are not posting at all, and that's, that's okay. We all have to start from somewhere. You want to get to the point where you can at least post between one to four times a day. So one time a day at the very minimum, four times a day if you're completely serious and you really want to crush your business goals. Because the more content you put out, the more people are going to see it. The more people that know about your business, the more sales and the more revenue you're going to do. It's that, it's that simple. And so the key is how can I create more content? So Definitely focus on how you can be posting one to four times a day. That's the first mistake that people make is not posting enough content. The second mistake people make is they're not doing it consistently. And so they don't, they don't have a plan or a strategy on how they can post consistently day in and day out. You know, they might, some days they might feel like posting, some days they might, they might not. And so the key is how can I really systematize this? How can I create a discipline around posting? You know, I see some health people on here. I'm a health nut as well, right? We like to exercise every day or we like to eat healthy every day. We like to take care of ourselves. Well, the health for business is now going to be content, okay? That's the health for business. And so if you can figure out how to consistently post content, that's going to equate to a healthy business in the long term. So think about, you know, number one, increasing the amount of time you're posting. And number two is posting consistently. So the best video practices as far as like, okay, Fong, I know I'm, I know I need to be posting video. I see the value in it. Mr. Beast is making billions of dollars by posting video. How can I start? So here are some video best practices. Number one is your video content needs to fall within two categories or both. So number one, it needs to be entertaining. So Mr. Beast is very entertaining. If you watch his videos, he, he does a great job entertaining people. And that's why people like to watch him. Number two is educational. So people are watching it and they're learning something from your content. So it has to fall within one or, one or two of those categories or both. If you can figure out how to do both, that's even better. 
but it has to be entertaining or educational. Now it needs to be short form. If it's, if it's a reel, it needs to be short form. And in my experience, videos that are 30 seconds or less do better. So figure out how you can condense your message in under 30 seconds. Another tip is add a hook. So a hook is the first three seconds. There has to be a compelling message that will hook the watcher, the viewer, to watch the full video, inspire them to watch the full video. So yeah, I'm sure that many of you, and you can start studying, okay? Hop on TikTok, hop on Facebook Reels, and start watching which videos get your attention within the first three seconds and see what that hook is. And so if you study it rather than just mindlessly consuming content, you actually study it and think about, okay, well, what makes this video, you know, so good that's grabbing my attention and making me want to watch the whole video. And so hook might sound something like this. So if I'm doing a video on marketing, my hook might be three marketing mistakes you're making right now. And then I go into it, right? So that's the hook. It's like, okay, well, what, what are the three that makes me want to, you know, to watch the full video. If you're a health expert, it might be something like three health mistakes that are killing you. Okay. Something like that. You know, it's, it's a hook. It wants, it makes me want to watch the full video. So as you play around with the hooks, you start to get good at it. You're like, okay, I know what's going to grab people's attention. And you can look at the analytics, right? You can see which videos do better and look at the hook that you had for that video, the more you create. So, so number three is create a hook. And number four is it needs to be 1080 by 1920. That Those are the video dimensions. So 1080 by 1920 is vertical, vertical instead of horizontal. So if you like record from your phone and you do it straight, that's 1080 by 1920. If you move your phone to the side, that's horizontal. That's not really that popular anymore. You want to focus on the vertical because that's how people are consuming. A lot of people are consuming the video is through their phone. So those are my tips for this month. Um, we're going to go into the Q&A, but just to recap what I went over, you know, there's, there's the rise in 2023 is going to be the video reels, the rise of the video views, uh, the video reels. You know, um, there's big brands. People are building a huge, huge brand through video. And the more people you can grab their attention and build an audience, the better that's going to help your business. Uh, some mistakes, avoid not posting enough and avoid not doing it consistently. And then the video best practices I just shared with you. All right, so let's go into the Q&A. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to prioritize the questions that were sent in through the registration. So when you were registering, there's a question which was, what, is, what are your marketing questions you would like answered? I will prioritize those first. And afterwards, I will accept any questions here. You can raise your hand virtually. Uh, and I'll answer a few questions either in the chat or you know through live if you raise your hand. All right, so first question comes from Carrie. Carrie is asking, what is a great way to market my IT service? What is a great way to market my IT service? So a couple of things, here are three steps. Okay, very simple, three steps. First thing is you gotta be thinking about how can you reach the most people at the lowest cost? How can you reach the most people at the lowest cost? And so the number one platform or medium to do that, it's not the newspaper because you have to pay to be on the newspaper and nobody reads anymore. 
Uh, it's not TV. It's not radio. It's not billboards. It's not a bench ad. I've seen those around. Nobody's, you know, it's always empty and good because bench ads are not worth it. Um, the number one place where you will get the most attention for the lowest cost is social media because you do not have to pay social media uh, platforms to post your content. And when you post the content, you can reach thousands of people through video reels. So that is the best place to market your IT service. First thing is, you know, identify the medium, which in this case is social media. Number two is identify which platform. So there's so many different platforms out there. LinkedIn is going to be your best bet for IT service. And in fact, any other B2B businesses in here, if your client is a business, another business owner, LinkedIn is going to be your number one platform. Number three, post content and engage. It's a one-two punch. So you post content that adds value. It's either entertaining or adds value. And then you also engage. So what does engage look like? It means sending direct messages to people and engaging with them. It means reading their posts or watching their videos and commenting. That's how you engage. Okay, And what, if you do that enough over a long period of time, you'll start to see results from those marketing efforts. Next question comes from Stacy. Stacy is asking, is it worth having a current employee as the business social media influencer or coordinator? The boss doesn't need, to, doesn't need more to do. So if by influencer, you mean um, the face of the brand, like they'll be in all the pictures and videos, it really depends because there's trade-offs. Okay, and this is for anybody else that has employees and you're considering about the employee, having the employee be in the videos and being in the pictures. So you'll definitely save time if you have your employee do it because you won't have to be in the pictures, you won't have to be in the videos. It's going to save you time. But the downside is your employees want to have leverage because they're the face of your company. So if they leave, then they're taking some of the brand with them right? If they decide to go to another company, they're following them, not you, because you're not in the videos, you're not in the pictures. And so there's a trade-off there. If you want to save time or you want to have leverage. In my experience, it's probably better to not go with the latter, to not lose the leverage that you have in your business because it's your business, right? You work hard for it. So you got to be thinking, how can you time manage? How can you spend be effective with your time to where you still produce the content, you're still in the videos and the pictures um, at, the, at the least amount of time, right? You, using the least amount of time. So, um, so that's how I'd answer that question. And by marketing full-time, uh, let's see here. So if you do decide to have someone like a, an employee do the marketing, you got to make sure that that's their only task is to do the marketing. If you add too many tasks, it starts to get you know, to, uh, it's hard for them to focus on one. So in my experience, if you're going to hire an employee, it's better to just have one person that does the marketing and that's all they do. You need to give them very clear instructions and you can't, you can't just let them handle it on their own without any instruction. Like you have to give them clear, very clear, measurable instructions. So that way they know exactly what they need to do. Um, you also need to have a passing grade once it comes to marketing. So if you plan on delegating marketing, you gotta have, you're going to have to be at least at a C level. Okay, like if you had to grade A to F, 
you got to be at least a C so that way you know how to judge it. Because if you don't know anything about marketing, you don't know if your employee is going to be doing a good job or not at it, right? And so you have to at least understand the fundamentals before you start to hire someone like that. And it's better to always have someone to specialize it, uh, specialize in marketing versus a generalist, you know, instead of like an assistant that just posts and that's it. It's better to have someone that specializes in it so that way you can get more results out of it. So, you know, I know employees can be very expensive, especially if you're in states like me, California, you know, like a, if you want to hire a marketing person at the very minimum, you need to pay them $48,000 a year, 4,000 a month, 3,000 a month. And so a lot of small businesses can't afford that. So it might be better if you're, you know, not willing to pay that amount to hire an agency. So an agency can do it at a fraction of the cost and you got to make sure it's a good agency. Uh, there's so many out there, you know, I own an agency, there's a million other ones, but you got to do your research into what makes a good agency. All right, next question. It comes from Dave. Dave is asking how to educate and build a community of first time home buyers and realtors. So a couple of ideas for you, Dave. Number one is content. Okay, so you got to be putting out a bunch of short form videos. Okay, short form videos that you're giving advice to first time home buyers and realtors. So it might sound something like, here are some common mistakes first time home buyers make. Here's how to get pre approved. Here, um, here's how much you need as a down payment. You know, things like that where you're educating these first time home buyers. And this can apply to anybody here. Think about common mistakes people make in the beginning and help them avoid it by, by sharing your expertise. And so create a ton of short form videos. Now, instead of just doing one-off videos, like you record, you record for 30 seconds, and then now you got to record a new topic, just create one long form content. Okay. And by one long form content, I mean like a Q and A. So maybe you hop on zoom, you have 15 questions lined out and you just boom, 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 answer each one. And now you have a 30 minute, one hour recording, and you can chop it up into small little pieces. Okay, so think about that. Like, for example, this is why I have Q&A. Of course, I like answering your questions and adding you value. But guess what? This was what I'm going to do afterwards. I'm going to chop these questions up into small little 30-second videos. And I'm going to post on social media. So it's a long-form piece of content that I will chop it up into small pieces of content. So that's how you can do it too. You can do a Q&A. Um, you can also do an educational class like how I'm doing or you can do some sort of interview or podcast interview as well. So those are the most common sort of uh, common uh, long form pieces of content. All right. Next question comes from Crystal. Crystal is asking, how much content should I generate? Okay. So there's two ways to answer this. Number one is as much as humanly possible. Okay. So... <laughs> Just try to put out as much content as you can. The more, the better. And people are like, well, you don't want to post too much. That's false, okay? Because the algorithm has changed. Not everybody's going to see your posts. If you put out four posts in a day, maybe one person, I mean, they might see one video out of the four that you post. Because the algorithm, how it's working is it, put, it feeds it to different types of demographics. It's always testing. It's always sending it to different people to see which one is going to be popular and then it'll 
send it to the masses afterwards. So post as much as possible, three, four, five times a day. And so the more you can do, the better. Of course, don't start out with four to five times a day. You're going to get burnt out, right? Start in baby steps and you work your way up to four to five times a day. So um, that's the first way to answer it as much as humanly possible. Number two is understand that there's levels to it. So if you post less than one time a day, it's just going to make you seem active. It makes you stand out from your competitors, which is okay if that's your goal. But if your goal is to build your audience, build your brand, build your business, get more leads, get more sales, then you need to be posting two to four times a day on social media. All right, next question is Monica. Monica is asking, can you recommend two channels of social media that we need to concentrate on? So it depends if you're B2B or B2C. If you're a B2B, if you're a business to business, LinkedIn and Facebook Reels, those are your two best channels. If you're a B2B business, if you're a B2C business, the two best channels are going to be TikTok and or uh, I mean TikTok and Facebook Reels or Instagram Reels. And so that's how I would prioritize it. Focus, really double down on two channels first. And then once you start to get a good grasp, then you can add more channels. Um, but don't stretch yourself too thin in the beginning. Focus on two, double down on it, and then start adding other channels later. You want to focus on the things that will give you the most results in the beginning. All right, next question comes from Peter. When are the best times to post on Facebook? When are the best times to post on Facebook? So it depends on your audience. Every audience is going to be different. And so you want to test it out. Now, you don't want to post at ridiculous times when you test. Okay, so don't post at 2 a.m. in the morning. That's a ridiculous time. Focus on between 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And so what I would do if I were you is to switch it after every week. So the first week, maybe try eight. Okay. Post every single day at 8 a.m. And then you can go back at the analytics, right? And you can see, okay, this, this is how many people watch my videos at eight. This is, you know, how, how it was performing at eight. The next week, you can do 10. So start posting at 10 a.m. for a full week. And then look, compare between eight and 10, which one was better? Then you can do 12, two, four, six. So that's how I would test it out to see what times are the best to post for your specific audience because every audience is going to be different. All right, next question comes from Irene. Irene is asking, how much does marketing cost to have a good social media uh, traffic? So first of all, it depends on how you define good. So if you mean good as in a few thousand people to your social media page, and you don't want to do any of it, you're going to you know, have a social media agency do it then you're looking at the very minimum $750 a month or more for decent content. Okay, decent. That's at the very minimum. If you want like special, awesome videos, then you're looking in the thousands. So it depends like what kind of quality you want. What kind of car do you want? Do you want a Honda or do you want a Lamborghini? Okay, so, so that's how I would price it. Now, if you're looking for the Honda to get started, $750 a month. It's probably what you're averaging for decent content uh, to generate, you know, a few thousand people looking at your social media page a month. Now, the cheapest way to market your business is going to be through content creation. So, like I said, it doesn't cost 
to post organically. And by organically, I mean, you know, posting for free and not paying ads. So hire a team that will create the content if you don't want to. All right, next question comes from Eddie. So, okay, so everybody, I just FYI, I have two more questions, um, pre-questions that I'm answering. Afterwards, I'm going to open it up for everybody else to ask their question if they have any. All right, next question comes from Eddie. Eddie is asking, what is the best way to build followers? So similar to what I shared earlier, one-two punch, engagement and content, engagement, content, content, engagement. Engagement is commenting on other people's posts. So don't be lazy, okay? There's lazy comments and there's thoughtful comments. A lazy comment is awesome, cool, great. That's very lazy, okay? Anybody could do that. You want to leave a thoughtful comment, which is you read or watch the video. You think about, hmm, what would be a thoughtful comment? Maybe a question, right? So if I see someone posting about a health fact, a fact um, I might ask like, you know, so let's say someone posts like how to lose weight. I'll be like, yeah, you know, what has worked in my experience is diet. Diet has been number one thing for me. Exercise helps, but diet is 80%. What about you? Question mark. That's very thoughtful, right? You're not only asking an engaging question to try to get the person to reply, but you're also sharing your personal experience. It's not like awesome. Okay. It's not like just commenting awesome. So leave comments. That's how you engage. And then the second way is content. So documenting or value. So if you're documenting, you can document through like just posting stuff throughout your day-to-day. -day. Um, or you can add value by uh, add value by posting educational content. Uh, so you once you start doing engagement, once you start doing content, it's a matter of doing it consistently. Um, you know, not for like a few days or a few weeks. But for months, you know, six plus months to start to build your audience. And if you think that's too long, I mean, think about how long does it take to build a successful business? You know, it's the same exact thing. You got to be doing the things that are difficult or the things that are challenging consistently. And so I just posted on social media, everybody, this morning is that the difference between successful people and not successful people is they both don't like doing it. Okay. But the successful person does it anyways. So if you don't like content or creating content, nobody does. Okay. So, so, uh, it takes time. It's challenging, but the, the people that are successful are the ones that do it anyways and do it for long periods of time. And so here's a framework that you can use every single day, post at least one time a day, and then comment on 10 to 20 posts day in and day out. You can ramp it up from there. If you want to see more results, you can ramp it up. But at the very minimum, post one time a day and comment on 10 to 20 posts per day. All right. Last question before I open it up is uh, from Jerry. Jerry's asking, best LinkedIn tactics. Uh, three steps. Number one, connect with your potential customer or client. So on LinkedIn, there's a search bar. You can type in the specific, you know, for example, if my potential clients are IT companies, I can type in IT companies and I'll start to see different IT people I can start connecting with. So start connecting with your potential clients on LinkedIn. Number two is engage with them. So send them a DM, connect, you know, comment on their social media posts, engage with them. 
And number three is post content or articles. So content, like I said, add value or make it entertaining. And then in the articles, it should probably be you know, educational. And so if you do a really great job with the article, LinkedIn will put it on the side up top where it says trending news, and it could reach a lot of people uh, if you make a great article. So those are my three top LinkedIn tactics. All right, so um, I'm going to open it up. If you have a question, click on the reaction button, and then there's a button that says raise hand. And so I'll be able to see your yellow hand up in the air. So uh, opening up for questions. Okay, I also see some questions in the chat. So uh, Thomas is asking, do you think it's best to have a business account or personal account? So personal account, um, especially if you're talking about LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, even Instagram, it's better to have a personal account because people are always going to buy a person before they buy a logo. Okay, so a person is more relatable versus a logo from a company. And so in my experience, personal brands do better. And then once they start to click on your profile, they will see all the businesses that you do if you list it. Okay, you can then put a link to your website. So that's how I would approach it, personal. Now, if you don't like just putting yourself out there and you rather, you know, you just feel super, super uncomfortable, it makes you sick, then you can stick with the business account. But if you're talking about, if you're not, you know, concerned about it, then I would do personal because it's more effective. All right, I think I saw a hand from Nikki. Nikki, did you have a question? Not sure if I have a good enough connection. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um. So you mentioned to post once a day and comment on ten to twenty posts. Which, when you say comment on ten to twenty posts, which comments are you referring to? So are you referring to people already reaching out to me, or am I supposed to go and find somebody to comment and post on? Yeah, that's a great question. So, on other people's posts. So. There's two things you can do here. Number one is you can comment on viral posts, which is a very, very smart way to do it. So let's say Kim Kardashian makes a post and her post is probably going to get millions of people you know, watching it. And then a lot of people go into the comments to see what other people are saying about it, right? So if you make a really great comment, the algorithm is going to push that comment to the top. So people are going to see that comment. And if they really like your comment, they're going to start following you. And that's how you can build your audience, okay? So you can do it with influencers. The other way you can do it is comment on your followers' posts. So people that you follow, and if they make a post, then you can start commenting on it. So uh, that's what I mean by engagement is, you know, through other people's posts. Does that answer your question, Nikki? Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you so much. So just to clarify, so the second one that you said, you said to comment on... I go to people that are already following me and go and comment in their posts. Is that Ex correct? Exactly. Yep. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Yes. Great question. All right. Um, feel free to continue. Raise your hands, everybody, if you have a question. Um, I'm going to move on with the 
uh, here's a question in the comment section. Any tips for Facebook? Any tips for Facebook? Yes, I have a few. So uh, the first thing is Facebook has really gone through many changes in the past few years. And so the first thing is you got to think about, okay, if I'm going to spend time on Facebook, what is going to give me the most results, right? So Facebook is one of those platforms where it's better to create a page, okay? Because it's kind of weird with, with your uh, personal, like, for, for example, for myself, I have a page of myself, okay? So my page is not my company page. It's not like Fongvo Media. It's Fongvo, but it's a business page still, okay? So, and then from that, I'm posting reels, Okay, so that's how I would approach it is if you're going to go through the personal brand pathway is to create a personal brand through a business page. And so I created Fongvo. I'm posting reels to reach more people. So reels is definitely one that you got to double down on Facebook and it's just growing. Facebook reels is popping. So that's the first thing. Second thing is groups. So groups are very powerful on Facebook still. And so join groups where your potential clients are in. So if your potential clients are moms, guess what? There's a ton of different mom groups that you can join and you can start engaging with the moms in the groups. Okay. So if you're, let's say your potential client are business owners, guess what? There's a lot of business owner groups on Facebook. Start joining the groups and engaging with people. And soon enough, you'll start to see people reaching out to you if you're you know, engaging the right way and building your audience that way. All right. So question come, uh, oh, we got a question from Anagu. Anagu, please unmute yourself. What is your question? How can I help? Yeah, my question is very simple. Are you going to release the recording? Uh, can you repeat that question again? Are you going to post the recording later on? Oh, the recording. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so um, great question. I'm going to take the recording. I'm going to put it on my podcast for everybody to listen to. So after it's done, you know, after we're done editing it, we're going to put it on our podcast and I'm going to send a text to everybody of the recording and you can listen to it. Okay. I just need to assign. All right. Thank you for your question. Okay. So uh, feel free to continue answering your questions. Um, I will answer one or two more questions and then we'll go into the breakout rooms. That way you can start connecting with other people, share your ideas, you know, share what you've learned and um, see what other people are doing that's working for them. Okay. Question comes from Kanika or Kanika, if I hope I'm pronouncing that right. How do you keep track of new techniques, trends on social media platforms? Great question, Kanika. So I go on different sites. Um, there's different you know, sites you can uh, Google where they will share with you current trends. And that's how I do my research is by going to these sites. You can type in like current social media trends now, and then you'll see the top few results. I click on the first few, start reading some of their content. So that's one way. Another effective way is more of the in the trenches. Okay. So you go on the platform, let's say TikTok, whatever platform you want to grow on, and you start looking at the viral post. And instead of just consuming it, study it. 
Okay, so there's a huge difference between consuming and studying. Consuming is just literally mindlessly just going post to post and just entertaining yourself, right? Like it's it's like an escapism. Studying is like taking out a notepad and writing down, all right, why is this post going viral? What is the hook? What is the message? How long is it? What, What is the fun? What are the colors, right? You're studying it like you're studying for a test. And so that's how I would approach it is you're probably going to get more results being in the trenches versus reading articles. But if you want to do both, then both are going to be obviously better than just one or the other. All right. Uh, So I'll answer one more and then we'll move on uh, to the breakout. So Nikki P is asking, hit on Instagram for a moment, please. All right. I will hit on Instagram for you. So a couple of tips on Instagram. Number one is hashtags are powerful. Hashtags on Instagram is almost like Google now, like Google keywords. So people go on TikTok, people go on Instagram, especially Gen Z. Gen Z are not really using Google anymore. If they're searching for something, they're hitting up TikTok. They're hitting up Instagram. So think about what keywords are people using if they're searching for your service and start using those hashtags. You can also do research. You can type in different hashtags that either your potential clients might be following. So like, for example, if my potential clients are IT, they're probably going to be, you know, searching IT hashtags, right? Because they want to keep up with the industry. If your clients are accountants, then they're probably going to be following accounting hashtags. So think about reverse engineer. What are your potential clients following? What hashtags are they following? and start following those hashtags and using in your content. So uh, hashtags are key. Reels are key. Okay, so uh, Instagram reels, um, same thing, post one to four reels a day. It's a really, really powerful feature on Instagram now. Above all else is Instagram, uh, Instagram reels. And so uh, then number three is DMs. Start DMing or engaging with people on their posts. And you can go in the Explorer tab click on the explore tab, you can see all the top trending sort of videos and you can start commenting on those. So those are my top three tips for Instagram. Uh, 